One Gamba Tall This is the Dave Duke Podcast Baby don't hurt me Don't hurt me No more What is love? Devikat I have a lot of respect for you But you getting your hands on Hadaway What is love and doing what you did with it Drove me fucking insane Hello it is the Dave Duke Podcast. My name is Dave Duke and we're a little bit later than scheduled, but here we are. Episode 29, I think. I think. Doesn't matter. You're here now and that's what matters. I've had a very busy week. I've been a very busy boy traveling across the country on the October bank holiday weekend. It's what I tend to do. I like doing many gigs on the bank holiday weekend and then having a weekend off. Get all the work done, do all the gigs, see all the people, shake all the hands, kiss all the babies, and then go sleepy time the next weekend. And that's exactly what I'll be doing this weekend in November. So recap, on Friday it started with Mantra and Castle Bar, Teenage Disco, another one. I'm getting quite good at them. I think it's one of the most difficult gigs you can do, is a Teenage Disco. On... Like, I'm just suspecting that you think yourself it's probably piss easy playing for teenagers. It's probably one of the most difficult gigs I do every time. Because they will just walk off the floor if they don't like the song you're playing. And even if they do like the song you're playing, they've decided they're walking off the floor and there's no keeping them on it. They come in waves and, and rotations. And it's every song you expect them not to like. You know, on iRadio, you're never going to hear Footloose. You're never going to hear Dancing Queen. You're never going to hear Sweet Caroline. But they lap that shit up. Nim, 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 nim. They're mosh-pitting to Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Nom, nom, nom. They love it. They even go as far as to message me and go, please play more of that kind of stuff. I'm like, what? Sweet Caroline? From what year? The 70s? You were born in the year 2008. 2008! And you're looking for a song from so many years ago. What the hell? It's one of those mad ones. I'd love to bring you that you could experience what goes down so well. The screams to Dancing Queen are unrivaled. Harry Styles could walk out. At a teenage disco. And I don't think he'd get as big of a scream as Dancing Queen gets. I'd love to bring you, but they'd be like, who's that pervert? And I'd be like, he's just someone who wants to watch what's going on. She's just someone who wants to watch what's going on there. Just someone who wants to watch what's going on. See, I'm all inclusive. I'm a nice boy when it comes down to... Gender ideology. So that was Friday. Garen Noon was the special guest. He got massive screams. He got bigger screams than all those One Direction lads. What a star he has become. It's mad to watch the trajectory of Garen Noon. From him starting videos, I think only last October, to becoming a household name. 
some TikTokers in Ireland, they become massive in America and they're not that well known here or they get grow a following in Ireland. But he just seems to become a Mr. International and best of luck to him. Garen is a sound fellow and he is delicious. And I look forward to what he does next. Follow me. I'm delicious. I'm trying to do a Garen Noon impression. Please don't hate me, Garen Noon. Can we remain social media friends? Please don't unfollow me. From me saying, follow me, I'm delicious. If you don't know Garen Noon, then you've probably been living under a rock. And I would recommend you go seek him out today. He was the special guest at the Teenage Disco. And I give him a bit of rattling bog to sing. And it went down a storm. Till next time, Garen. Till next time. Saturday was Carrigan Shannon. Dunn's my regular. So I do that place once a month. I get messages every week. Are you in Dunn's this week? No, it's once a month. I was there last week. Which I'm not complaining about. It's quite nice that people want to come and see me in Carrigan Shannon. It's a wonderful place. Carrigan Shannon is one of my favourite towns in Ireland. And I know... I batter on about Leitrim so much that you're like, Asher, of course you're going to fucking stand up for Carrigan Shannon, aren't you? Huh? You can't help yourself but touch yourself over Carrigan Shannon and everything Leitrim. But there are a lot of places in Leitrim that are shitholes. Carrigan Shannon is not one of them. First of all, it's aesthetically pleasing. They've done a lot of works on the town. She's clean. As soon as the night is over in Carrigan Shannon... There are men and women out on the streets with tongs picking up all the shit that people have thrown behind them. It's on the River Shannon. You've such a nice mix of people. You have families. You have well-off-to-do people wearing pink shirts with a jumper tied over their back. Do you know what I'm getting at? So pink shirt, boating shoes, blue chinos, and they have like a jumper tied around them. It's a real fancy thing, I think, to do. The only thing they're short of is a monocle and a pipe. And then you have lads in brown boots and checkered shirts. Checkered shirts aren't as big as they used to be, I must say. It's more into like plain blue or plain pink and maybe a striped shirt. Checkered shirts, haven't seen them in form in quite a while. They're not in fashion, they're not in trends. It's usually a pink or a nice colour shirt, but the brown boots still remain. That's Carrigan Shannon. Come, come visit, come see us. When I say see us, I obviously don't live there. I live in Athlone. But Carrigan Shannon for a night out, weekend out, hen or a stag, there's just something about it that you need to experience yourself. As much as I can explain, I cannot fully give you the feeling of a good night out or weekend in Carrigan Shannon. That was Saturday. And then Sunday was to Macrona Firma Annual Conference. I was emceeing and DJing for them in Ballinasloe, the Shearwater Hotel in Ballinasloe, a fine establishment, a fucking mega hotel in Ballinasloe. It's huge. I didn't even get to see the spa. I will again. It's a wee bit too close to Athlone. It's only about 25 minutes out the road. And I know after saying that, you're going to ask, well, did you actually stay there on Sunday night? Yes, I did. I wanted to have a few drinks. I didn't even bother with bottles of Corona. I went straight to vodka and 7-Up. It's a nice tipple. It just goes too quickly. As quick as a bottle of Corona will go in my hands, a vodka and 7-Up free or Sprite Zero goes even quicker. 
dangerous drink to start on. But oh my, how delicious it was in the sheer water in Belnisleu. So Macronaferma, if you're not familiar with it, is a young farmers organization. It's for 18 to 35 year olds. Hey, I'm still young. I'm 30. Yeah, I've five years left in Makra if I want to sign up. And from the outset, you might think it's an organization of boggers and culchies and bird brains. That was my first impers- per- impression of Macronaferma. I thought I'm going into a load of thick fuckers who only talk about silage and nothing else. But I have been proved wrong time and time again, and I'm glad to correct the record that Makra is a wonderful organisation full of really good people that might not have a social outlet other than Makra. Because if you're not into sport in this country, there's a good chance you're going to be left behind. I quit playing football when I was 21. It wasn't fitting in with the DJing and trying to carve out a career in radio. You were expected for training during the week and you were expected for Saturday and Sunday matches. And with gigging and DJing, that just did not fit. I couldn't find a way to make it work. So I stepped away from football. And the difference was instantly noticeable. There are some people that stopped talking to me in the pub. There are some people who just distant themselves. I felt like the town rapist. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, he doesn't play football anymore. Ostracize him. Get him out of this pub. I lost some respect in the village and in the town because I stopped playing football. Very hard to come to terms with. Not that they actively turned their backs on me, but people that I used to have a conversation with every time I was in the pub, they no longer were interested in having a conversation with you because you weren't playing football. Very weird. I don't think if you ever went through what I did, like play football up until you were 21 and you were one of the lads and then you stopped playing and nobody really bothered with you then. I don't think... It's hard to comprehend It's hard to even explain. But maybe you're one of those people that quit football at 21 or 22 or maybe even older. And you went from lads, lads, lads to he doesn't play football. He's not one of us. On saying that, I do have the honour of playing the Melvin Gales dinner dance on the 10th of November. It's a gala ball. It's happening in the Great Northern. So I am playing... As a DJ and MC for my home club, Melvin Gales, in Kinloch, County Leitrim. But I'm not playing football yet. The point I was getting at, Macronaferma is an organisation for farmers and young people that mightn't have another social outlet. As was said in the speech by the president of Macra, it's a great outlet. Um, It's for those that have... Not That sounds desperate. I was going to say, in my own head, it says they've nowhere else to turn to. But it's a, a lifeline. 
for those people. So big up Makra, big up the farmers, big up the brown boots, big up the line dancing, big up the 10, 10, 20 and the cattle in the crush. I very much enjoyed myself over the past weekend, daging across the country and learning a little bit more and meeting people from different walks of life and all parts of the country, from Kerry to Cork to Kilkenny to Limerick. I wouldn't have much excuse to be down that south in the country. So they were up for this national conference. And it was good to meet other people, not from the locality, and hear their accents and their funny ways. Very enjoyable. I spend most of that time on my own. I'm very comfortable in my own company, mostly. So I left the house on Friday with a packed bag. And I did meet friends along the way. Of course, I met friends in Castle Bar and Carrigan Shannon. The two sound men that were working for me, Damien and James. Shout out Riley Audio, who does my speakers and mics and lights for these types of events. It's very handy to have a very professional sound man looking after you and looking out for you. So I met people along the way, but most of the weekend was spent on my own. And I've realized there are things I'm very comfortable doing on my own and there are things that I am not so comfortable doing on my own there was a big gap uh, between the time I got up on Saturday morning and the time I needed to be in Carrigan Shannon I considered going to the Castle Bar Library Fanula is always flat out trying to promote the libraries I'm like let it go woman you're a nerd you love books and funny words you're not like the rest of us who are just trying to get by day to day. But she has got into my head, Fanula Corbett, my co-host on iRadio. Ah, would you not join the library? Oh, the libraries are great. And I had so much spare time on Saturday that I actually thought I was going to go to the library. And then I talked myself out of it. I treat myself sometimes as a pervert. I doubt myself going into strange places so much. I keep telling myself they're going to think you're a fucking weirdo. You're having this sandwich on your own. They're going to think you're a weirdo. They're going to think you're Al-Qaeda. That you're going to blow up the building. They're going to think you're one of the Boom Boom Boys. You're going to explode. They're going to think you're an awful pervert. Looking out at the people walking up and down on the street. Sometimes those internal monologues and voices win. And other times they don't. I have no problem going into a takeaway and ordering and waiting and taking away my food. I have no problem going into a cafe and sitting down for a sandwich. I have no problem going to places I have been to before and eating dinner on my own. But it's a very brave step going into a place that I've never been before and eaten on my own. I talked myself out of going to the library on my own on that Saturday. Instead, I scrolled through TikTok and I went spinning and I went to Carrigan Shannon early and I had a wee nap in the room. And I went downstairs and I set up some of my gear and then I went for dinner on my own and then I came back up and chatted the manager and the bouncers and then you're DJing for four and a half hours and even though you're in a room of 800 to 1,000 people and they're dancing to all your tunes, you're still alone. And then the music stops. 
and you might have another little vodka and 7-Up free for yourself. And you ate a wee bit of a sandwich in the room and you're all alone and you get up Sunday and you do it again. I feel I operate better on my own. I like teamwork. I love my friends. I love being in the environment of iRadio when it's busy and bustling and you're chatting and you're having the crack. But mostly, Dave Duke operates solo. Like Jason Derulo that one time. I'm going solo. I'm going solo. Do you ever feel like a pervert being on your own? Even though you mightn't be perving on anything. Society makes you feel like a pervert. Certainly for a man, anyways. All men are bastards. Remember that, lads? We're all a shower cunts. Even my girlfriend. She has dropped it now. But I like walking post nine o'clock in the town. Or I'll leave the house here in Athlone. And I'll go for a couple of miles. And I'll come back. She was trying to get me to wear a high-vis vest. I was like, I'm on the footpath. It's fully lit. I'm sound. She said, no, no. It's nothing to do with cars or the traffic. It's more to do with other people out walking. By you wearing a yellow vest, you're saying to them, I'm not a murderer. I'm not a bastard. And I said, would you cop the fuck on? I'm not wearing a yellow vest. I look like a clem, a clown. Fair enough if I was walking on the roads in a dimly lit area in the middle of the night, fully behind the yellow vest. But I'm not wearing one on the footpath. I look demented. But her reasoning was probably solid and sound. And perhaps you agree with her. That I would look less of a threat in a yellow vest. Then, in my normal jacket and hoodie and earphones. Thoughts? This is why I have self-confidence issues about looking like a pervert going into places on my own. I prefer shopping on my own. I like eating dinner with company, but not when I'm on the road. I'm a walking contradiction. But if you spend a lot of your working time alone... Or weekends. Perhaps you'll understand. Where I'm coming from. Like there are some people. Who just will not. Go it alone. They can't physically. They have to have someone with them. It tortures them. To be alone. Travelling alone. Working alone. But for me. I'm not one of those people. I'm comfortable in my own skin. However. I will not go on holidays alone. I know a few people who have done it. And I feel they're so brave. Fair play to them. They will book a flight. An Airbnb or a hotel. And they will take off. They will pack their little bag in on their own. They will get into the car. Or get on the bus. They will travel to the airport. They'll get off. They'll check in alone. They'll go through security alone. They'll sit down and have a wee cup of tea. A wee cup of coffee. They'll have a pint. Maybe a Pinot Grigio. Maybe a Sauvignon Blanc. Maybe a Rosé. They will have that alone. Bing, bing. Flying to Europe in the morning. Get on the plane, please. They'll queue up. They'll show their passport. They'll sit in their seat. And they'll be as happy as Larry. Couldn't do it. 
could not do it. Fair play to those people, those solo travellers. I'd be nearly hiring an escort. No touchy-feely, no hanky-panky. I just want somebody with me that I don't look like a lunatic. Have you ever solo travelled before? On a less treacherous route, have you ever even went to the cinema alone? I've never done it. There are films I've wanted to see and it hasn't suited for me to go with anyone else and I still wasn't brave enough to go alone. Getting into the car, going to the cinema. One ticket for Oppenheimer, please. Thank you. One small popcorn, one small Coke. Thank you. Going in, sitting down and watching the film on my own. I'm a walking contradiction, I tell you. I'll sit at home and watch documentaries and films. No problem. But will I go to the cinema on my own? Will I? Fuck. I won't go to the amusements on my own. And I love claw machines. I love arcades. I love driving the cars at the arcades. You know, like mass cars or Fast and Furious. You've been in an arcade before, haven't you? I love those. But I won't go to one on my own once again. Because I feel like an awful pervert. I feel like a pervert even though I'm not a pervert. I've got perv, but I'm not a pervert. It's like that chasing the killer song. I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I'm not a pervert, but I feel like a pervert going on my own to the amusements or to the cinema or to certain places to eat. Soul holidays, I can't get my head around them. The thoughts have been away for five days, just on your own. I'm not mentally strong enough for that yet. But respect to those who do it. To the solo travellers. To those paddling their own canoe with not a care in the world. I haven't seen a woman recently that went to the base camp in Mount Everest. Basically on her own. She done it with a company, but she fucking done it on her own. I was super impressed. It's like, I could never do that. Fair play to you. Very impressed. More power to your elbow, I say. There are things, though, in this world that if it comes to it, I will have to do on my own. I have a bucket list that I would like to share with you. These are events that I want to go to in my life. And it has been inspired by us being in November and the darts. Oi, oi, oi! The darts are coming. Fuck your Mariah Carey and your fairy tale New York and your Christmas dinner and your threes and your presents. The darts is where it's at. 180. I'm not going to shout because I will stretch my vocal cords. I can't speak. I can't speak. Is that not the greatest leg of darts you've ever seen in your life? The World Arts Championships does something to my body that nothing else can. My stomach is even rumbling at the thoughts of the World Arts Championships from the Alley Pally in London being broadcast from the middle of December all the way to the 3rd of January. And I want to go to them. I know there are other darts. I know there's other championships and other competitions and other events. But fuck all them. I'm going straight to the top. 
tickets are completely sold out this year. And I'm going to try and maybe go for next year. But it, it it's not a, oh, this is definitely a 2024 thing. It's more of a long-term thing. When we're on the darts, you can't have the darts without the schnooker. Usually they go hand in hand for men like me. If you like the darts, you like the schnooker too. Want to go to the World Snooker Championships in the Crucible in Sheffield. Completely different atmosphere from the darts. There's no lads with big steins of beer. It's all very quiet and elegant. And here he is now. On the pink. Oh. Edward, what a wonderful shot. Oh yes. And he's just won the World Championship. Congratulations. It's very nasally. And it's very quiet. And unassuming. It's very relaxing actually watching the snooker. The other things that I want to go to... Oh, there's B-Rail. She may as well do the B-Rail now while we're at it. The other things I want to... Okay, the B-Rail is now uploaded, so we may continue on this week's podcast. I want to go to America, but not just New York. I've been there twice, and I've loved it. And I will go back again. But there are a couple of other things that I want to do in America. Like go to a NASCAR race. NASCAR if you don't know what it is, and you probably don't, is Formula One for rednecks. I urge you and implore you to even look on TikTok or YouTube of NASCAR. There's a lot more crashing. Even though they're turning left for the entirety of the race, I just want to go. And and I I can't justify that to you. It's unexplainable. If you know, you know, and if you don't, you're like, all right, whatever. But the Daytona 500 is the biggest race in the NASCAR calendar, and I want to be at one of them before I die. I want to drink American beer. I want to have an American flag and T-shirt. I want to be a fucking redneck, okay, for one day. So I'm going to go to a NASCAR race, preferably the Daytona 500. In Daytona Beach, Florida. The Sphere in Las Vegas is one thing I'll go if I need to go solo. Have you seen the Sphere? The MGM Grand Sphere? The thing that you two are playing in? It's the biggest screen in the world. I'd been following it for about 18 months. I heard about the plans and what they were going to do. And I was getting construction updates. I was a bit of a freak for the Sphere. And everything it entails. And now that everybody knows about it, I'm not as interested. <laughs> I'm a prick for that. I'm all in until other people are all in. And then I'm like, okay, this isn't as special as anymore. Other people know about this. Goodbye. Makes me sound like a sad fuck, doesn't it? But I'll go someday to the sphere. So we have the NASCAR race in the US, the Sphere in Las Vegas, the World Darts Championship, the World Snooker Championship, Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling on the Spring Bank Holiday. That's the last Monday in May in England. They all gather at Cooper's Hill and they roll a wheel of cheese down a very steep hill and people chase after it. So it is a hill in a field so it's grass, but a lot of injuries happen to people because they go head over heels rolling down the hill after this cheese. 
and it's something I want to look at, not participate in. I have no interest in rolling with the bulls in Pampelona. I want to watch the cheese roll down the hill in England. The Isle of Man TT is another thing I'd love to go to see. And finally, one that's probably the most attainable, but still a little bit difficult, an All-Ireland football final. I haven't been to one. I know some people who get tickets every year. But I want to be at an All-Ireland football final. I want to savour the occasion. I want to be building up to it for three days and not well for three days after it. I might even ask Copperface Jacks, can I play the All-Ireland final night just to experience what it might be like? Those are things, if I push came to shove, I would go to solo. So shout out to all my solo travellers, my solo endeavours. You're listening to this podcast solo. I just know it. 99.9% of people who listen to podcasts do it solo. There's nothing wrong with being your own man, being your own woman, being your own day, as long as you're good at it. We'll go at it again next week. I'm hoping to change the podcast format in 2024. More guests, less weekly updates. Um, but you're going to have to keep badgering me because I'm a very busy boy. And I tend to put these things in the long finger. But I want to change not the ethos or everything about the Dave Duke podcast, but it's time to interview people. It's time to find out how people take. Until then, thanks for listening. You're very good. Take it, Savage, and... Uh...